Hello and welcome to the Female Coaching Academy podcast with your host, Michelle Filan. I am delighted to have you back for another episode. And today we are discussing how to lose weight when you just don't have time. This is something that crops up again and again with most women that I speak to. We tend to be time poor. We have no time in our day to do all of the things that we think we should be doing. But I'm here to tell you that sometimes less is actually more. Yes, you do not have to spend hours out on the roads. You do not have to spend hours in the gym. You do not have to spend hours in the kitchen. And often we become overwhelmed by the amount of things that we think we need to do in order to get results, that it becomes so overwhelming that we don't do anything at all. So let's break it down a little bit. Every woman is different. I am in a situation now, situation. <laughs> I am currently, um, I'm a mom, I run a business, I have a new business that I'm launching. I am like most women, flat out running from A to B. And I actually, I had a conversation with one of the ladies that attends my classes the other week. And she was like, are you just, are you gone every day? Like, are you, are you away every evening? And actually, when I sat down and I was I was talking to her about it, I was like, huh, yeah, I, I actually am. I'm pretty much gone most evenings and I'm pretty much gone most mornings. And while that's OK in the short term, definitely not something that um, I will do for the foreseeable. Um, but it just gave me a light bulb moment going, oh, my God, like I really am running from pillar to post. And in the meantime, in the middle of that trying to be a mom, trying to make sure that the, you know, the meals are cooked and the house is clean. The house is never clean. So I really understand from the perspective now of being a mom thrown into the mix and um, how difficult it is to actually find the time to do all of the things and tick all of the boxes and, you know, be your best version of yourself <laughs> that we keep talking about and, um, you know, peddling out across all our social media channels. And oftentimes I find that it can just be overwhelming to tick all of the boxes all of the time. And then you feel like you're not able to achieve all of these things. So you just don't do anything. Well, I'm here to tell you that that is 100% normal. So many women are feeling the same. There's that overwhelming sense of burnout and of just frantically trying to get your workouts in, try and cook your meals, go to bed on time, not be on social media too much, da, da 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 There is a list as long as you can make it of all of the things that we should be doing, I say in inverted commas, but we struggle to just keep on top of all of the time. So like I said, less is often more. So this again is something that I really, really try to um, drill down into the minds of my clients and it's something that we discuss with most actually on a regular basis and it is about building things that are easy for you to achieve across the week that is not going to cost cause you extreme overwhelm so that you end up not doing anything at all so what i mean by less is more is oftentimes we think that oh i need to be going to the gym or doing a workout wherever that is three, four, five, you know, times a week. I need to be hitting 
10,000 steps. People have this um, built into their minds that they need to be hitting 10,000 steps every day or they're failing. They need to be going for their walks. They need to be meditating. They need to be doing the need to be, the need to be, the need to be. And the reality is, as I've said, it depends on what stage of life that you're at as a woman, whether you have the time to commit or not. So obviously before Colby was born, I didn't have the responsibilities of, you know, children. I didn't have to worry about looking after somebody else. I had a full-time business and yes, I was busy, but naturally I had more time to be able to commit and give to myself. So if you're in a situation like myself, where now you're ran ragged and now you have kids on top of that, it's actually 100% okay to take a pause and actually just reflect and think, what is sustainable for me? This is something that I've had to do recently because I have felt extremely overwhelmed. I'm like most just so busy and sometimes it just catches up on you. So I had to stop. I had to pause and I had to think, oh my God, what are you doing? You're not getting an opportunity to do any workouts because you're just run so ragged that your headspace isn't even there to want to do them. And for me, exercise is not just about body composition. It's not about changing how my physical appearance is. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe that we all want to look and feel good in ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with training and, and eating and wanting to create an aesthetic appearance that you're happy with in yourself. But what is it costing you in order to do that? So I personally had to stop and think, oh my God, you're not actually getting to do any of your own workouts. You're not making the time to do it because you're just so busy that you as a person is actually way, way down on your priority list. So I had to give myself a talk and it's something that I do talk to my own clients about. So we've all had these conversations about being busy women, busy moms, and just trying to manage and juggle everything that we have going on. So what we tend to do is we strip everything back and we start to think about, well, what is happening in our day-to-day lives? What is happening in our world that if we decide to create a workout or an exercise program, how can we make that fit into our lifestyle? And this is the key because you don't have to exercise five or six times a week in order to succeed or feel like you're um, winning the winning the week <laughs> or winning the day, as they say. It's really important that you sit down and you think about your own lifestyle and how you can make it work for you. Oftentimes, the, the simplicity of actually reducing the amount of workouts that you're expecting yourself to complete throughout the week is the actual thing that lifts the weight off your shoulders. Imagine you're a busy mom with three kids, you're running a business, you're doing everything, and then you're expecting to get five workouts in in the week, your husband works away or your partner isn't around, whatever the case may be. So setting up realistic expectations and actually removing the pressure off your shoulders to reduce the amount of workouts that you're doing, but then know that you're able to commit to those because it's such a much easier and manageable target for yourself. 
So instead of forcing yourself to try and aim for five workouts in the week, start with with two and let that become your consistent. Let that become your priority as part of your week. That your non-negotiable week looks like you're having two sessions instead of trying to force yourself into five and then not being able to hit any because you're so overwhelmed that you've missed the first two days of the week and then you have to complete a workout every other day or else you've failed that week. So it's how we almost trick our minds into understanding that not everybody is in the same situation and needing to reduce your workouts isn't a failure. Needing to reduce the amount of walks that you do isn't a failure. It's life and it's about adapting life to suit what you are able to do. And then it's making that goal achievable for you so that at the end of the week, you have a sense of achievement. You feel like you're progressing and that you're moving forward because you've removed that pressure and that expectation of of yourself of having to commit to too much because it's just not the right level that you're able to work out work at at this current time. And that's the thing. It is about where you're at right now. So for example, you might be able to commit to doing two workouts a week for two weeks. Then after that, something happens and you have more time or more support or whatever that is in your environment. And you manage to get four workouts done that week. Well, isn't that amazing? But the pressure is not there to do that. It just means that you have the time and you, you make the decision to add that in to your day and into your week. So how do you lose weight when you don't have time? You actually do less instead of forcing yourself to do more and then becoming so overwhelmed that you don't do anything at all. I'm basing this topic around workouts and how you can fit your workouts into your week. Obviously, I have both clients that are working online. Online clients are working from home workouts and also going to the gym as well. So I have online clients that use the gym for their workouts. And we discuss about what is feasible to work for your week, what's happening in your week that you're able to manage. So we ba- I've based this topic around the workouts that you can, um, you can do. The same thing goes for how do you lose weight when you are short on time when it comes to meal planning and organizing your foods. And a lot of the time it is down to meal planning and it's it's that piece where people are finding it hard to find the time to actually sit down and plan in advance and plan their meals in advance. And then they struggle with the week um, ahead because they haven't organized themselves and planned themselves in advance. Now, again, it's circumstantial and it really depends on the person. If you have a busy household and you are running from pillar to post, then it is advisable that you plan in advance. And I would say for me, I've done this in the past. I plan my seven days. I do my shop. And then by the end of the week, the poor scallions are being thrown into the, into the bin with the shriveled up uh, spinach because I've changed my mind on what I wanted to eat. And then I end up just wasting food. So what I tend to do, and it has worked quite well, and something that I've introduced with um, a lot of my clients, is planning in advance for just two days. 
So instead of trying to plan your entire week in advance and then something crops up and you end up going for lunch with a friend or, you know, whatever the case may be, you end up throwing the food out at the end of the week. Instead, plan ahead for two days. So I sit down on a Sunday and I think about what am I going to eat on Monday and Tuesday this week? Just those two days. What is my plan for my breakfast, my lunch and my dinner just for those two days? And then on Tuesday, I'm planning what is my breakfast, lunch and dinner going to look like for Wednesday and Thursday this week. And then on Thursday, I'm planning what is my breakfast, lunch and dinner going to look like across the weekend, my Friday and Saturday and my Sunday. What is my intention and my plan for those days? And I find that breaking it down into smaller bite-sized chunks, into smaller steps, just helps with my own mindset a little bit more because I feel like I'm not worrying about what's happening on Sunday for the following Sunday because I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I might change my mind. We might go visiting or walking or doing something. So instead, what works well for me and for clients that I've worked with is just planning ahead for two days, maybe even three. Um, and it tends to just take the overwhelm away of trying to look too far in advance and planning too far in advance. So I'm going to wrap this up because I wanted to keep this podcast short and sweet and really just remind you that losing weight, you can lose weight with what, even though you're time precious, even though you have, um, you don't have as much time in your hands as possibly other people. And also to give yourself a little bit of leeway and a little bit of um, a break, because we often compare ourselves to possibly our colleagues. We go into work and they're after being out for a run and they have all this time and then they're going to the gym afterwards. And you're like, well, I have to go and pick up three kids from school. <laughs> and sometimes that mindset can creep in where it just gets you down a little bit. Um, but I want to remind you that everybody is in different circumstances. Some people have more support around them than others. It depends on where you live. Like, for example, I'm not from Mayo, where I live. So I don't have like immediate family quite close to me. So in terms of support, I don't have that network around. Um, so it's circumstantially different for different people. So if, for example, you're not able to get your four or five workouts in in the week because you just don't have that same support that others have, stop beating yourself up about it. You have to focus internally on what you can do and what's manageable for you and what success looks like for you. And if success is getting two workouts in rather than beating yourself up because you can't get five, well, that's such a much more positive reinforcement that you're bringing back into your own self and into your own energy rather than deflating and giving out to yourself in a negative way because you're not able to achieve those five workouts. So keep it simple. Less is actually often more and stop focusing on the external and what other people are doing and how they're doing it. Really think about what you can do that's manageable for you. Because you are going to get more benefit out of doing those two workouts than by doing no workouts at all because you're overwhelmed with having to try and keep up with doing so much. So I'm going to leave you on this note. I really hope you find these simple tips um, helpful. If you do, get in touch, share the podcast. I'd love to get some feedback and I will talk to you again in the next episode.